Tom Bernard Show with co-host Catherine Brandt, Mike Molina, and Andy Brandt Bernard. That's how she cooperates with everything I do. Zero cooperation. What? Get away. What did I do? Don't be hitting me. You were going to sock me right in the back, I saw you. We'll be right back. Kick off part two, Tom Bernard Show. Hi, this is Tom. If you spend any time at the lake, you know how important it is to have the right dock. That's why you should know about flow docks. Flow docks are rock solid with double bracing to eliminate side-to-side sway. They're completely modular so you can configure them to your family's needs or add on as your family's needs grow. And get this, you can install, level, and remove your flow dock without even getting into the water. You see, Flo's passion to invent a better way to make life easier comes through in every product they make, right down to Flo boat lifts that are quieter, faster, and effortless to install and use. Are you starting to see a pattern here? Flo is about making things easy. My friends at Flo also told me that hockey star Ryan Suter bought a Flo dock and lift as he wanted the best for his family. See for yourself why they say they've been perfecting leisure time since 1983. See them at F-L-O-E-I-N-T-L dot com. Flow docks and lifts. A better way. It's Tom telling you how easy it's been for me to lose weight on the Nutramost weight loss plan. And now you can find out how to have success losing weight at Nutramost of Plymouth, just like me, at their free informational dinner on Monday, May 21st, 6 p.m. at Jake's in Plymouth. Those unwanted pounds will melt away really fast. I lost over 40 pounds at Nutramost of Plymouth after being educated on clean eating, finding out what foods my body prefers, and I now know the foods that our weight gain triggers. As I've said over and over again, the Nutramost weight loss plan is so easy, and they guarantee that you'll lose 20 pounds or more in just 40 days. There's no exercise, shots, drugs, prepackaged food. I'm never hungry. Nutramost of Plymouth has helped me change my life, and I know they can help you too. Call now to register for the Nutramost of Plymouth dinner on May 21st. Space is limited. To register, call 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. While Mona Lisa and bad hatters, sons of bankers, sons of lawyers, turn around and say good morning. All right, I got to point something out here, and people are going to hate me for it, and I understand that, all the rest of it. But other than his first album and a couple of things from Madman Across the Water, I never understood why people like Elton John. <gasps> I love Your song, Elton John. I mean, the first album, the Elton John album, the first one was a great album, and then Madman Across the Water because it had Leave On and Tiny Dancer and all that stuff on it. But all this. What about Honky Chateau? Rocket grand, uh, crocodile rock okay. when the reason you know even Does anybody oh, have all wonderful, great, perfect songs? The no. Beatles. No. The Beatles. No, they had some crap songs. What crap? Are you a wonderful <laughs> Christmas time? <laughs> That's Paul McCartney. That's not the Beatles. Well, Yellow no. Submarine, like we. Yeah. Ah, that's true. Uh, that whole Sergeant Pepper movement crap. Oh, you're right. That was all crap. Joe, Sorry. Joe from Louisville <laughs> reminded me it's not Rocket Man any longer. It's now Rocket Person. Because I'm yeah. a Rocket Person. No, Elton John is a He doesn't very actually say Rocket person. person, does he? No. no but okay, I was going to say. <laughs> he says Rocket Man. No. Well, I suppose Elton John. No, Elton know, John is he's all about a very the men. talented person. Oh, my God. I'm not saying he's not talented. He's just not my cup of tea. You know what happens is I like people until they get super famous, and then I don't like them anymore. Well, that would be Elton John. He's incredibly he, yeah, famous. He went. He went berserk. He just. He did go yeah, berserk. And, he, and his and his music suffered. And then it was like, I mean, how many times did he redo the same song about the rose thing or whatever? The rose but, thing. You yeah. mean the Princess Di song? Yeah. Oh, oh the candle, candle in the, in the wind. wind. Yeah. That's it. That was candle. horrendous. The rose. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. The Rose in the Wind. <laughs> yes, that very famous song. Isn't there song. something about a rose in there? No, there was something like, your song is a beautiful song. Yeah. Very well sung, very well written. Tiny Dancer, Levon's a great song. Fabulous song. Yeah, I mean, there were a lot of songs that he did, but yeah, I'll that admit, Crocodile I think, Rock yeah, and that, ugh. That was just all Are you going to go junk. see him next week or next year? No. I will. I'll go see Ah, him. yes, Goodbye England's Rose. See? Oh, there you go. Goodbye, England. I knew there was something about a rose. Which is weird because he changed it from Emma Ray, right? Yeah. Because it was about, uh, what's her face? Um, uh, Princess Di? 
No, the original. No, one, the original though. one was um, Diana Prince's. Yeah, the, it was. No, well, it's about Marilyn Monroe. Oh wait, yeah. Marilyn Monroe. So he changed. And then roles. he remade yeah. it again. Yeah. So somebody else died, and then yeah, all of a sudden um, it was about all these different. Yeah. Seventy-three. The original was Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Then in nineteen ninety-seven, he redid it for Diana, which was mm-hmm. Goodbye Rose, whatever the hell uh, it just said. Um, he, he did, did it again, again mm-hmm. in nineteen nine. Oh wait. Well, he performed it for Ryan White, who, oh, yeah, who had AIDS. Terrible story. He did it in 86, uh, just because, I guess. 2003, he did it again, again, yeah. just because. Yeah, he's he's did that song a few times. Yeah, I mean, I, it's a beautiful song and all that, but it just, it's like, I, I don't know. I yeah, just it's think like, that sometimes, on. you know, after you've been writing songs and performing for... 20 years, it's like, do you have anything in there anymore, really, that's all that interesting to say? Uh, goodbye, <laughs> you know? Well, he can't, he's not young, that's no, for sure. he's not no, young. He's not. But, he's... I mean, yeah, I, don't know. I always thought that was very great. Well, Joe player. from Louisville pointed out, the bitch is back. That's all we, that's <laughs> all we have to say. The bitch is back. No, he wrote we got many. A leg of boats. Well, we Bernie Taupin wrote most of the songs. He didn't write most of the songs. And they're back together, right? Yep. Yeah. Bernie Taupin? Yeah, yeah, that was his original um, songwriter. It was, yep. That's when he was really awesome, and when they broke up, that was not good for me. I first heard that album in Lincoln, Nebraska on KFM, whatever it was. Uh, yes, Roger they, Agnew's family. They collaborated on an album which was released in 2013 and 2016, so yep, yeah, they're exactly. doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Elton John... Yeah, if see the only reason I didn't ever go see him live is because he, he is he was dressed so in such a drab manner. I know, he's just really yeah. boring. <laughs> his clothes you know. are kind of annoying. His clothes just got really boring, and it was just you know like a t-shirt and some jeans. <laughs> he's phenomenal to see live. He's I great. understand he's incredible. I saw live. him yep. when he had just had some sort of throat surgery or something, and he could not hit oh, that's those notes. Bad. Yeah, that's okay. not good. He couldn't do it. Because I saw him along with Billy Joel, the two of them playing each other's songs, Mm. and it was great. There's a painting of him in Key West, and I can't remember where it was. Oh, yeah. The painting in Key West, and he's got his hands on the keyboard, and his feet are sticking, like, almost straight (laughs) up. He's literally... Levitating. He's levitating (laughs) playing the piano. It's amazing. That guy's a hell of a talent. There's no getting around that. Yeah. Uh, but I just, the crocodile rock stuff, no, I just, I know. what you are you doing? You've got to forgive him for crocodile rock. Well, I'm sure right. he wishes he had never done it. I wish he had never done it. I know that. <laughs> but it probably made him another mm. few million dollars. Definitely. So, Ladies and gentlemen, here are some random facts for your Monday. Footloose didn't have a big enough budget to shoot a big dance scene for the ending. But test audiences felt so cheated that the studio paid $200,000 to shoot that scene just six weeks before the movie opened. Footloose turned out to be a pretty big hit, actually. And you believe, speaking of that, by the way, the biggest opening of all time, was it Avengers Infinity Automobile or what's the name of it? Infinity War. Infinity War, is that what it is? Mm-hmm. A quarter of a billion dollars they made this week. Every Holy every year we have a God. new, you know, biggest opening ever. Yeah, That's we keep just... on wondering why they keep making these movies. This is why. But uh, oh, worldwide it opened at $640 million Yikes. in one weekend. $640 and what million. what was the budget on that film? A dollar fifty. Yeah. <laughs> Let's no, see. I was probably a ton. Well, this is the same studio that produced uh, Black Panther. So right. they're having yes. a good year. It's yeah, Disney. Yeah, really good no. year. Yeah, Disney's having a pretty good year. <laughs> they're doing okay. Uh, $350 million-ish, so pretty big budget. Wow, that's you know huge. How much, that's quite the budget. Since yeah. they bought Marvel and they bought Lucas Films, right? All They bought all those places. So far, they've made $16 billion off the purchase. Now, why didn't we invest? Why didn't we buy it? Why didn't we do it? They, they did make Star Wars and do something people aren't that fond of, though. If only KQ were still owned by Disney. Oh, God, it was heaven. Uh, that was, those working were the days. For, working for Disney was heaven. Hey, Tom, what do you need? Whatever you need. Don't worry about it. Their stock has actually gone down about 10% this year. Yeah, they spend a lot of money. That's why. So, yeah. They spend a lot of money, and that's why the stock takes a hit once in a while. But uh, Bob Iger knows what he's doing. He does a hell of a job. Uh, yeah, when uh, literally, it went from uh, owned by Disney, ABC, Tom, whatever you need, whatever you want, don't worry about it, blah, blah, blah. We had like a 29 share, 28 share in the morning, they had whatever. They an advertising budget. 
Then Citadel came along, and that pig stole all all the money. Yeah, he was... filed bankruptcy. He walked away with millions of dollars, like forty two million dollars. I still don't understand how that works. And then he sold to that other outfit that I work for now. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Hey Tom, could you pay our bills? Oh, <laughs> Great. <laughs> Infinity War is the fifth most expensive film ever adjusted for inflation, tied with go. Justice League, See? which is the same thing. There you have it. Spider-Man 3, which another, you know. Tangled is number seven, which really? Tangled? Somehow. I don't even know how it got that expensive. But Avengers Age of Ultron is in there. Um, lots of Pirates of the Caribbean, all of those are really expensive. They do fairly well. That one bombed, I think. But yeah, I think they it's not. Well. They don't do it very well anymore. It, it's kind of over. Are you telling the gas bill just came in? Could you? <laughs> mm. <laughs> people did. Some people get really pissed off at me because I will say anything, and they don't like that. Don't don't you have any reservations about what you'll say at all? No, I do not. I have no reservations about anything. Yeah, it's a dance party for me, too. You want to know if somebody's a prick? Call in. I'll tell you the honest to God truth. I'll let you know. Uh, You're more likely to get hurt at work on a Monday than any other day of the week. That's because people are are not paying attention and they're hungover. What did you say? What? (laughs) What? What? Fridays have the fewest injuries because everybody wants to get their work done and get the hell out of there. Hmm. The average. Oh, here you go, Catherine. You brought this up earlier. The average person farts 10 times every 24 hours. I brought that up? I thought it was you. I don't remember this. Pretty sure that was you. Pretty sure you Both did. Both members of my family go, I'm oh, pretty sure actually, it was you. I was that talking that. about farts earlier today on the phone. Sure. I wonder because if that includes Fawn Scientologists. <laughs> Scientologists, Fawn yes. Fawn had a bellyache and she was farting. That's what you oh, that's what Fawn you remember. was farting? Yeah. Sure, farts do stink. It's true. <laughs> two years old. Oh my God! You're up. actually calling out a two-year-old. Okay. She's not two yet. You will say anything. Babies in she'll general be two in 27 days. <laughs> in 27 days she'll be two, and then I'm really going after her. terrible twos. <laughs> I, that I, means I you get to be terrible to her, right? Right. That's I how you talked take about that. this this morning on the air. If you want to enjoy life to its fullest and you don't care about if money is not the greatest thing that ever happened even oh everything in money 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 on uh, saturday alex and andy came over alex brought fawn with her and she came around the corner from the garage and looked down the hallway and said bop bop and ran to me and gave me a big hug if that's not what life is all about then you can kiss my living ass. That's all I've got to say. Okay, who are you arguing with right now? <laughs> myself. That's a good question. Okay. I'm arguing with myself. No, it is. A, <laughs> who it's are the, you yelling it's, at It's the greatest feeling. Isn't it wonderful? Oh, it's so cute. It's wonderful. Yes. Bop, bop. She comes over and gives me a big hug. I know. There's a She's significant LSD sweet. shortage in the U.S. Oh, that's oh, too bad. Oh, no. Yeah, there has really. been more than uh, there has been an LSD shortage for more than a decade. It's because it's virtually impossible to get one of the ingredients required to make it, a chemical compound called ergot alkaloid. What is that? What's ergot alkaloid, Andy? Uh, it's just a thing, a fungus. Oh, it's a fungus. Okay. Yes. Why? What do you What do you mean? There's a shortage. There's a shortage. There's like people they lined, yeah, that lined up at the LSD store. Yeah. How can there be a shortage of something that doesn't you a rain check? technically have a any. demand? Well, yeah. for LSD addicts, it does. Are, well, but I mean, there's aren't no addicted to LSD, are they? I think there are some people who are. Oh, there really? are some people out there who talk about it like it's like literally God in molecule form. It's creepy. Who's on the horn? I believe it's Tim. It's Tim Lammers. It's Timmy. Good, Timmy. You Speaking called of in. LSD. You called in for just the most depressing line that I'm about to, about to read. Lucky I've never. You. Honest <laughs> to God, this is the most depressing thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. There is a town in Alaska called Whittier. Whittier, Alaska has a population of 200 people. 200. <laughs> Why do we have an echo? Because echo. Tim's phone is somehow echoing. Tim, back your to phone's us. echoing, you And pill. I'm not even talking. How can it be echoing? Because you're a pill. Okay. Okay, here we go. There's a town in Alaska called Whittier with a population of 200 people. All of whom live in one 14-story building that used to be an army barracks. That's the most depressing oh thing I've ever heard. That is depressing. Oh, wow. my. Everybody in town lives in the same building. 
Uh. <laughs> Close-knit community. <laughs> Can you imagine if nobody got along? Wouldn't that be wonderful? <laughs> I've never liked you. Hey, look, I'd like to even two people out. not getting along would make that situation miserable. I know. You're That's absolutely right. Better than Kowloon Walled City. Why? Um... 1990, Kowloon Walled City was, let's see, a 6.4-acre city containing 50,000 people, which would make it, let's see. Oh, no, 6.4 Population density of 1.2 million people, uh, 3.2 million people per square mile. Oh, God. Which, like, uh, man, let's compare that to Manhattan, uh. Population density. It's not even close. I'm not not even much. close. Uh, Manhattan's 67,000. 60, 67,000 as compared to 1.2 million? 3.2 million. 3.2 million? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yep. It's uh, Yeah, if you see pictures of it, it's like, it's literally just like a solid block of concrete and, you know, just like with rectangles cut out of it for people's houses. But there's a good Chinese joint over on uh, Dinkytown called Kowloon. Yeah. Or it's not on Dinkytown, it's on Harvard Street. I know what you're talking about. Kowloon is good. Yeah, it's over in Stadium Village. Stadium Village. There that's you go. right, that's Stadium Village. You... We have Wait, a wittier not... neighborhood in Minneapolis. There you go, Kowloon Walled City. Oh my God! Yeah, it's like hell. Look at this, Catherine. If you can do that without... Yeah. It looks like a heap of... It's Yeah, like garbage the town, yeah. That looks bad. Yeah, anyone, just oh, Google Kowloon Walled City and look at pictures of it, and yeah. I'm well, glad like, you don't live there. Or pictures of, like, the inside of it. There's, like... God, there's, oh. a, there's one video of, like, life in that city, and it's seriously, like, people will get maybe half of this room to live in, um... Mm. If they, they, there's like no showers, barely any plumbing. How did that happen? If they want to cook, they cook just like, you know, on like a garbage a can hibachi? grate or something. No, they don't have like gas hookups or anything like that. It's How did that city get built? Um, Why did that happen? That is a good question because, yeah, it is, uh, you know. My favorite, I can't remember where the plane took off from, but a friend of mine who travels all around the world for business, I cannot remember, and I probably wouldn't mention the country anyway, but his plane took off, and about 10 minutes after they were airborne, they smelled smoke. Uh-oh. They looked back, and a guy was grilling up a chicken in his seat. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's grilling a chicken in his seat. Uh, why not? Now is not the time. <laughs> and What's the grill on his that? lap. There's nothing wrong with that. We're going to grill Tim right after this. Alrighty. Tom Bernard show. Ladies and gentlemen, Tom here for Walzer, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram in Hopkins. You're invited to a new vehicle show Tuesday, May 1st from 6 to 9 p.m. They are launching the new 2019 Ram truck. This is the most widely anticipated launch in Ram history. If trucks aren't your thing, you might want to check out the city's largest inventory of Jeep Wranglers. There'll be food and refreshments and giveaways. This is a low-pressure, fun evening. And with Walzer's upfront pricing and lifetime powertrain warranty, they can make the buying process fun as well. Everyone who attends will automatically receive a coupon worth $500 towards the purchase of a new Ram or Wrangler. When you stop in, ask for Campbell Walzer and tell him I sent you. Though I love to tease him because he's Paul's son. He is a great guy, though, Uh, and has always taken good care of us. Put it on your calendars, Tuesday, May 1st, from 6 to 9 at Walzer Chrysler in Hopkins. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. 
It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Tell them all who Tim can't get a hold of any ergot alkaloid, so <laughs> you can't make well, any I LSD have a bat sitting right here. I, mean, I need some LSD to live in Whittier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, either Whittier or Kowloon, either one. Well, except then you get eaten by a bear, because that's how Alaska is. Well, that wouldn't be good to get eaten by a bear either. you got to be vigilant. Yes, you do. Vigilance you know is a good thing. You know what's weird, actually, is per capita, Alaska is the richest state. It is? Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you have 15 rush. people. <laughs> yeah, that's someplace. the thing is, yeah, most people move there for like, uh, because they get paid a lot of money to do so. Right. They do. That's They'll true. work at the docks or whatever. They're so. also one of the drunkest states. Yes, oh, they, they no, are. No, they are the drunkest state. Not one of, they are the drunkest state. Andy, where does um, Minnesota come in, in, in as in far as per capita wealthy? We're number six, <laughs> we're yeah, number six yeah, wealthiest. Yeah, it came out earlier this year. We jumped to number six. Oh, I thought we were number five. It's all okay. the cold states yep they're all in there i'm not talking about drinking no 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 i'm I'm talking about richest not drunkest well you did not communicate that very well (laughs) well if you guys had shut up and listen states by gdp per capita let's see so we're number six drunkest oh we're up there let's see for us we were in the top five last i checked per capita 11th we're 11th right after california California is not rich any longer, believe me, because they are so deeply in debt, it's unbelievable. Well, this is one, GDP Maryland? per capita. Uh, Maryland is below us. Oh. Uh, Connecticut is way up there. Yeah, uh, it's Alaska, then New York, then Connecticut, then what? North Dakota. No, yeah, because the oil field. Be, yeah, again, because people move there for the money. Yeah. So we're number 11? Yep. Yeah, so we don't, we don't produce anything other than cereal and bread. Mm. <laughs> And we're still way at the top. Wyoming is up there somehow. For what? There, well, there are oil fields in Wyoming, too. Mm-hmm. And there are no people living there. Yeah. There are no people. Nobody lives there, and they have oil fields. Lowest is, as always, Mississippi. Yep. <laughs> is, is Mississippi last yeah. in everything? It kind of That's is. why if you ask anybody in the Deep South who is not from Mississippi, when you talk about it, they're like, well, at least there's Mississippi. Because yeah. we're not them. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they always Very can true. look good by comparison. What happened? Why, why did that happen to Mississippi? Why can't they get anything right? I don't know. But, yeah, it's, it's kind really of weird. been a bad... Somebody should make a movie about that. And it's not even close. It's like, for most states... <laughs> what about well, Kentucky? The, like, what about the corruption, though? Because you guys have business oh. experience in Mississippi. Oh, and you want to talk corrupt. Experience. That was not a good experience, man. Trying yeah. To, we were trying to build uh, houses for the military after Hurricane Katrina. Or so we thought. We got screwed out of about huge... I don't even want to say how mm. much. They stole all the money, and I don't think I'd... Soldier ever moved into any of the islands. Yeah, yeah. You got Years to deal later, with the I, top of the top. I mean, it was Haley Barber, right? Oh, yeah. That pig. <laughs> what a horrible human being. Yeah, I, I had to call oh, the banker God. years later, and I'm like, I, I, I need the, uh, you know, all, all the records that you've got because I'm you know, going to try to get these homes on the market and, and sold. And he's like, well, we don't have any records. We don't keep records. What are you talking about? You're I'm a like, bank. What? That sounds like someone I know. He said, he says, I said, that's really odd that a bank wouldn't have any records, right? And he's like, yeah, it is really odd. But tough hop. Mm-hmm. That's because you're a carpet bag. And if I ever had him on speakerphone, he'd scream at me. Take me off speakerphone right now. Am I on speakerphone? I'm like, oh, so you don't want an attorney to yeah. listen to you? That is unbelievable. First degree. Which one was that again? I'm not saying names. Queen Man or what was his name? Timmy. Yeah. Six hundred and forty million dollars worldwide. An opening for Avengers Part Ninety. Yes. Did you like it? No. (gasps) Two hours and forty minutes. Wow. I won't say I hated it. I just think it is. So, well, I, I said it probably last week here, and in so many places, my head's spinning. You know, you just can't pack that many characters in no. without losing something. Mm. 
It's for it's just for kids to see their favorite superhero and there make you a go. cameo. It's, yeah, or something? really, all it is. I guess, I guess, and you know, I mean, it, look, it, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, the first two Avengers films made big money yep. in their debut, and um, the second one not as much as the first, but still, you know, very healthy amount. And then, of course, this one is different because this brings together all these new characters introduced since that second Avengers film. So, yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't surprise me. It's certainly good for the movie business. I mean, I'm, I'm happy for the exhibitors. Um, you know, the theater owners are going to make a lot from this and, uh, you well, know, just, concessions as well, you know. so It's just going to reinforce the whole uh, superhero thing, though. We're just going to keep getting more and more of it because it's free money. Yes, that's what people want to see. Well, there's at least one more of these. Coming a year from now on May third. Uh, who saw that coming? Yeah, who saw that? They filmed them back to back. Oh, yeah. Of so this they did. is that's set in stone. I mean, they weren't waiting to uh, see how this one was going to no, do. No, they knew it was. They gonna... knew it. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, you know, again, I mean, you know, I don't know how people felt about it. I mean, uh, Sansevier called me after the movie. Uh, he went over the weekend, and he says, "I can't believe it. You gave it." Six out of ten. He would have given it a lot lower than me. Yeah, he well, well Sansford didn't like it, then most likely you would like it, Tom. No, no, it's Lastman. <laughs> Lastman likes every movie that's ever come out ever. Well, you know, but but Lastman, God. he didn't see it because he was hanging out with his buddy over the weekend again. Yeah, they had oh, to make a big buddy. mention of it again. Bon Jovi. Yeah, but uh, John even admits that he's tiring of the superhero stuff. So. Ooh. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I mean, uh, if, if you can't convince Lastman it's good, then, then you got a problem. But here's the thing. They uh, <laughs> made $630 million worldwide already. What do they care? Yeah. Even if them business drops in half, Andy, that's still that's another $125 million next weekend. 100% is. $125 million next weekend, they, they think. Wow. And there's nothing opening against it. Um, there is one small film that I'll be reviewing on Thursday called Tully. Uh, from Jason Reitman, uh, written by Diablo Cody and starring Charlize Theron. So you got some talent going into the thing, but it's it's a drama, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it, so I mean, all the studios were basically saying, you know what, uh, we're not going to bother opening, you know, against Uh-oh. the second weekend of this film because we'll just get smoked. Right. So, so yeah, there's nothing coming until uh, the week after, really, that'll give it any sort of competition. Unbelievable. I, I, a quarter of a billion dollars in the first weekend in the United States alone. That's well, amazing. one thing that people shouldn't confuse with this is that the studio is going to make a ton of cash. Because when you consider that Robert Downey Jr. in all of the five, maybe ten minutes he appeared in Spider-Man Homecoming, he made $40 million from that appearance. $40 million. Yes. Now, that's that's basically, it was like a cameo. He's, you know, again, he, he, all the, the characters are spread out, but to me, he was the best part of this picture, and, he, and his presence is so huge. I mean, he's a great actor, let's face it. I mean, he's he is, really yeah, good, he is. and he's terrific in this role, so big that, you know, I mean, he's, after he's gone off the screen, when they have to go to another four different characters and tell their story, you're wondering when Robert's going to come back. When? He, when do you think he'll make a prison picture? Thank you very much. Great to be here. <laughs> he doesn't like talking about that one, though, yeah, does he? I bet he does not. He doesn't want to make Cool Hand Luke. No, no, no. no. Eating 50 uh, hard-boiled eggs. 50 hard-boiled eggs. <laughs> yeah, walking boss. <laughs> one more egg, Luke. One more you egg. You want to get your mind right, Luke? Oh, God. Strother Martin. <laughs> Phenomenal. Yeah, so, but, okay, so imagine that. I mean, obviously, he's got them by... Uh, the 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 uh, whatever you the want shorties. to call them, and uh, they need them, and they they'll do. have them for at least one more picture, and then we'll see what happens from there. But yeah, how how long can you sustain that? Because you're talking about one guy in uh, a picture with many other high-profile actors. I mean, I heard you read the list on KQ this morning. It's endless. It is endless. Everybody is in this picture, with the exception of Jeremy Renner. And um, Paul Rudd. Those Jer- are the two main characters that did not appear in this. The but, they, but they got credited for being in it. Isn't that crazy? They both well, got credited for being in it. Probably. 
Yeah. If that's the case, you know what, then? They probably filmed something, and the, the directors, because it's co-directed by a pair of very talented brothers, um, they probably just cut the role out because, yeah, but, you know, the, the film's riding two hours and 40 minutes the way it is. Yeah. So, so, so you're going to complicate it even more by getting a couple more characters in there? Yeah, so contractually, they probably are credited... Um, for right. that reason, they, right. you know, they did their their work, and and obviously will be f- featured in the next picture. So yeah, yeah I think that's probably true. Um, there's nothing for an adult to see. No. What's Not the really. problem? What is the problem with that? How about a movie? Uh, and, and let me run this by you, Tim. You were you were listening to the show this morning at the same time, but I want to run it by you. If I were a theater owner, I would not be happy with these movies. Yes, people show up to watch them, but they're two and a half hours long, which means you could show them, what, maybe four times in a day, five well, times at the tops? that's exactly it. Um, I, I wrote a, a, an article over the weekend talking about the, the opening day, which did not beat The Force Awakens, but it, you know, it was very healthy. Number two opening of all time, and that was the point exactly. It's like, imagine if they would have that extra half hour that how many you know you could have shown the picture how many more times that day absolutely so. if it's two hours long instead of two hours and 40 minutes long you, you seriously you got you could show it three more times and three more times the ticket sales yeah so, it's too so, long. so just imagine um again how much more money the thing would have made it already broke the record right but it would have made much more money had it been 40 minutes shorter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't yeah. understand it. I don't get it, and I'll never understand it. Yeah, so, it, you know, I, I would love to be a, a fly on the wall in the accountant's office, you know, when this thing is all, when everything shakes out with the profits and everything. Don't go thinking that anybody's going to get rich off of this thing, apart from those people like Downey who either get the money up front or collecting, mm-hmm. you know, money with points on the back end. Um, you know, it's just. It, it's got to be, you know, the the reported production number to to film to make it was three hundred million. Mm-hmm. Oh man! So, you know, as massive as it was domestically in the states here, it still hasn't made back its production budget. budget. No, no, it has not. It still hasn't made <laughs> and then, back. And then we're, we're not even talking marketing and, like you say, points and all those sorts of things that factor into. So and so gets his money first before anything, you know, goes into the from the red to the black. Yeah, you know? right. they're gonna sell a hundred trillion dollars in action figures and T-shirts. Yeah, and... yeah, that licensing. Yeah, they're they're making a mint on that sort of stuff. But even that is not as as reliable as it used to be um, with Star Wars figures, which more or less revolutionized that industry. They're seeing a huge downturn in sales now. Well, the latest Star Wars did not was not well received at all. No, no, so and that, that makes a big difference. And that, that makes a big difference with yeah. uh, the fewer things that were produced um, for the new Han Solo movie. You know, yeah. they're, they're just not putting yeah. out the product because it's not selling. It's just sitting there on shelves, um, you know, and eventually goes on discount. And I don't know who t- takes the hit there, whether it be your merchandisers. Certainly not Toys R Us anymore. Um, no. It, th- that probably factored into the reason they went away. So Tim, because, would you would you equate that to just oversaturation then? Because I mean, back in the day, what was it like? Seventy seven was the first Star Wars, and then they waited three years, and then they waited another three years. Oh yeah, now it's like every eight yeah. months. Now yeah, it's yeah. less than oh, a year. Oh god, yeah. I you know what? And and and, and on top of that, Mike, they're doing um, you know they're going to end this current trilogy in, um, in December of nineteen, and then two different people. One of them is John Favreau. Uh, the other one are, are the two guys that created Game of Thrones. They've each been commissioned to come up with new trilogies themselves. And on top of that, the guy that did The Force Awakens is going to do a new trilogy. So you, ha- oh, excuse me, no, two, two are doing a new trilogy. John Favreau is doing a TV series. So yeah, the the the, the saturation is is beyond it's beyond the breaking point as far as I'm concerned. Because yeah, if you're seeing if you're seeing revenues already down from all the toys and stuff. I mean, at some point, I mean, people are just going to say, well, it's just another Star Wars movie. It's, yeah. not, it's not so unique anymore. Once you know? it becomes obvious that they're just squeezing it for all it's worth and not, you know, making it for the sake of it, then people stop caring. Well, I know that Bob Iger, the guy that's the, the president of Disney, is planning on Star Wars stuff at least through 2030. So we got 2030. another 12 years of it. 
So I'll be on the KQ Morning Show then for another 12 years. There you go. Oh, my God. And you'll be saying that damn Star, Star Wars. Star Wars came out this weekend. <laughs> sweet release, Wait a second, Tom. I get to go release. get my teeth out the of the glass. sweet release of death. <laughs> it's all true, the sweet release of death. Let me close this segment by saying, smartass, Doc Catchmark. Donated a bunch of money to the Tour for the Cure. Yeah. And designated that $1 of it go to me. I heard that. <laughs> Way to go, Doc. Overly generous right there. <laughs> well, that's a dollar hard-earned, isn't it, though? <laughs> Timmy, I appreciate the call today. We yes, will sir. look forward to talking to you on Thursday on the queue. Indeed. Have a wonderful week, everybody. Tommy, we'll talk Thursday. Thanks, Timmy. See ya. Tim Lammers, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back. Kostaki Economopolis is next at Tom Bernard's show. Chris Lindahl's here to talk about people wanting to sell their homes, but uh, the problem is they don't know where they're going to go. That's right. Yeah, the biggest challenge right now is you know you can sell your house and you can sell your house for more money with the Chris Lindahl team. The issue is, is where are you going to go? You know, Are you going to move in with your parents, your grandparents? Are you going to have a hotel? townhome for temporary housing, or are you going to move in with Tom? Well, they're not going to move in with me. They might move in with Chris, though, ladies and gentlemen. That's K-R-I-S, by the way. We have to reach right out to them. Where are they going to go? Yeah, so we have a you-don't-have-to-move-twice guarantee yeah, like where there's, there's five steps that we take at the Chris Lindahl team where we put those things in your contract when we represent you so that you're protected so you don't move twice. You're in control because you're the seller, and when you find a property, then you sell. It's a wonderful thing. So you've got the answer. I have the answer. Here we go. <laughs> That's why they're America's number one REMAX results team. We'll give the first five callers a free copy of Chris's number one best-selling book, Sold, chrislindahl.com, or you can call 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. When you call Sabre for service, you'll get a certified technician that's an expert at diagnosing, repairing, and installing heating and air conditioning equipment. Sabre Techs give you the service you need, not the other stuff that you don't need. When you combine that with Sabre's A rating for customer service and the best equipment from Bryant, you get exactly what you need. So make the call to Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning today. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. turned 70 years old. I didn't know they were that old. Well, that They're... lead singer is one of the luckiest guys in rock and roll. Why? He just has that distinct voice that no one else can do. I mean, Bob Shack, baby. Yeah. Whatever Did you that get is. Uh, I left a message. Okay, because he just said he was trying again now. Tell him to shut it. Is that Fred Schneider? Fred Schneider. He's 66. Yeah, I think the, the woman. The, the Kate woman. is 70. Yeah, Kate just turned 70. They're coming to town. The B-52s are? Yep. I do like rock, rock Lobster. I do like their music, actually, because it's fun. Yeah, they're very weird. It's funny when Peter Griffin from Family Guy sings it. He's, it's <laughs> Iraq Lobster. Iraq Lobster. Say, <laughs> listen, I've never said this before, and I'll probably never say it again, but there's actually a chance you're not crazy. Maybe your washing machine really has been stealing your socks. Maybe we know where to find them. There's a photo going viral on Twitter that supposedly shows what happened when a landlord removed the bottom panel from one of the washing machines in her building. There's a compartment down there, and it's packed with socks. How would socks get out of a washing machine? There's no way. I, I, a dryer I could see, but not a washing machine. Why couldn't it, why couldn't it be washed down because the Because if there was tube. a slot big enough for a sock to get through, the water would go through there and get all over the floor. Yeah, I think they mean dryer. They mean dryer. There's no way it could be a washing know. machine. No yeah, way. No, that wouldn't make sense. Because all the water would get out. Yeah, it would just pool in that compartment. Maybe and... there's just some really badly designed washing machines that we don't know about. Much like the design of Quick Snaps by Kostaki Economopoulos. <laughs> this is a Segway Master. <laughs> Segway Master. What's the buzz? How are you guys? Marvelous. Something Greek happened over the weekend. I blamed it on you. Um, you went late to a church function? <laughs> I can't remember what it was. There was something Greek, and I said, it's Kostaki's fault. Uh, was it hummus? Was it? You yelled it. Wait, that's not Greek. About politics? 
<laughs> Rick Spielman screwing up another Vikings draft. Another Viking draft, yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> oh you know, we got Laquan Treadwell now, and we got Trey Waynes, and we got uh, another guy who's five foot seven. And <laughs> God, how do you draft a cornerback that's five nine? That's a fair question. Oh God, and he drafts some number one. Yep. In the, uh, what are you thinking? And the guy had criminal charges against yeah. him. <laughs> but then, what are you guys doing down there in Georgia? Because there now, Georgia. there you go. Sonny Michelle goes to New England. Right, I know. Well, theoretically, we're good at the running back spot. But I would have loved to see uh, Sonny wind up with the Falcons. That would have been fun. Now I've got mixed feelings rooting for him as a Patriot. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you come on, now I'm going to do this in the background. Just before you come on, I'm going to go. Made in Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? What is that from? That's from tour uh, Georgia. That's all the shows that are the tour. filmed in Georgia. They have that at the end. Yeah, movies and TV shows that are filmed in Georgia. They go made in Georgia. Yeah, it's familiar. I couldn't place it. What is it called? The Georgia Tourism or Georgia yeah. Georgia Film Institute or what the hell ever it's called? The Georgia Peach. They show the Georgia Peach as their yeah. logo. I know well, it's that. It's gonna be booming. Everybody's gonna be leaving LA. <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> Nobody wants to pay those taxes. Right. Come on, 13.3% top uh, rate. What's wrong with that? Well, yeah, what kind right. of liberals are you that you don't like to pay that kind of yeah, tax? Yeah, come, come on. Get in there and pay 40% Jerks. state tax, which you can't write off on your federal anymore. Talk about greedy. I'll complain about the traffic first. Oh, no. well, God, the traffic. And the fact that uh, when you say, how's it going, it's an opening for the other person to go, oh, I went to producers on this, and I'm working yeah. on this. Oh, like, God. No, I just, oh. I'm just saying hi. Stop it. I just said hi. Shut up now. Show business is uh, too much in L.A. All right. Now, he, uh, here's what we're going to do. All right. I know that Quick Snaps is about football. So we're, <laughs> what we're going to do is rake the Twins over the Coles first. They suck. The Wilds <laughs> suck. They got bumped in the first round of the playoffs. The Timberwolves suck. They made the playoffs, got bumped four games to one. So did the Wild, by the way. Uh, and then you got your Minnesota Vikings who drafted a four foot six cornerback. <laughs> Here's some good news for you. I'm looking at it right now. The over under NFL odds just came out on team wins. All right. The Vikings are at ten according to Vegas. No way. They're the fifth best team according to Las Vegas. Fifth best team in the league. Yep. Well tied, on... tied for fourth. They have the Packers at ten wins as well. And just below them, Rams and Saints are nine and a half wins. And then the Falcons and like six other teams they have at nine wins. What, so who's at the top of the heap? Who do you think? Not the team in Boston, is it? Stupid Boston team. <laughs> <laughs> Patriots, Stupid they have at 11 wins. Oh, and God. then Eagles and Steelers are at ten and a half. Steelers, too. I'm sick of them, too. So... Vegas is good at this stuff, and they think the Vikings are one of the best teams. That's something. But here, Vegas is good at this stuff, but they picked the wrong team in every Philadelphia game in the playoffs. <laughs> well, there was a backup quarterback who overachieved. A ah, you got that right, man. <laughs> Nick Foles overachieved like there was no tomorrow. Uh, he was great. I, I was, you know, except for when he played you guys and my guys, I was rooting for him. I thought I it was know, a cool story. I uh, thought it was horrendous. <laughs> It was unbelievable. First they beat Atlanta, and then they pounded the hell out of us. And then they they didn't really manhandle Boston, but close enough. Yeah, it was good to see them. And by the way, when I was a little kid, it was the Boston Patriots. It was not the New England Patriots. It was the Boston Patriots. So why did they change that? Is it so that people in Connecticut can love them more? the whole region. That's smart. It is. Minnesota Vikings is one of the very few teams that's named after the state it's in. Right. Yeah, the Vikings actually have appeal for a lot of different, you know, there's a big broad area that are Vikings fans. Yeah, except for the fact that they watch the team and they've lost all their appeal <laughs> once they've seen them. But you get the Dakotas all the way over to Idaho and then down until sort of Bronco, Bronco country. Yeah, so that's true. you got a broad, uh, broad appeal. You know who doesn't have a broad appeal? The Cleveland Browns. Oh, God, are they bad. Oh. So <laughs> what the this? hell are they thinking? They picked number one overall. You know when the Browns pick at this point, it's like watching them announce the players in the Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> 
is the same thing. You're right. Uh. You thought the Madden curse was bad. Goodness gracious. You're 100% correct. That's exactly what it's like. The number one pick, Baker Mayfield, who's short for an NFL quarterback at just over six feet tall. Oh, but what he lacks in height, he makes up for in arrests and cockiness. I know. <laughs> the guy gets arrested and he's cockier than hell. Let's get him. Yeah, right. And they just went through this four years ago with Johnny Menzel. That's exactly. right. Congrats. Maybe they found a way to draft Johnny Menzel twice in four years. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe that's what it is. And if Baker Mayfield can't outrun Arkansas cops, how is he going to escape NFL linebackers? <laughs> Good point. That's a really good point, actually. They say they like him because he's got swagger. Maybe he's just still drunk. We don't know. <laughs> swagger? I got swagger, but they didn't draft me. That's true. You have swagger. Yeah, I, I, I got swagger. I what the you hell? You, you, you can swagger around and, and do a segue here and there. And we were talking about the, the changes in radio in the past 10 years. Oh, yeah. So we are just talking about the When Disney used to own KQRS, it was... Hey, Tom, whatever you need, just let us know whatever you need. We'll take care of it. We'll support the show. Everything will be great. And now 10 years later, it's, hey, Tom, the gas bill came in. Can you pay it? Right. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> it really is really is true how, oh, how much it's changed. Oh, it's just unbearable. I've joked for years that uh, eventually it's just each city is just going to have one antenna, and there's going to be one guy at the bottom of it doing <laughs> the sales. The editing and the shows. That's what I do now. <laughs> I do the morning show. I do the sales. I do the editing. I do everything. It's like, good God. And in between, he complains about it. <laughs> <laughs> There's you. That's, that's Catherine right there. All right, so what do you want to talk about? First of all, you just got a new quarterback, Vikings. Why don't you get an offensive lineman to protect him? It's yeah, just a thought. Yeah, the Seahawks didn't do that. Uh, oh, God. The Falcons could have done a better job at that. I was looking around. I'm surprised there weren't more of those kind of guys taken earlier. Mike. I uh, thought that was pretty cool, though, that the uh, Seattle uh, Seahawks drafted uh, Kingpin. <laughs> so that was one good. Hand. The guy with one hand. Yeah, I think that that's phenomenal. That is a great story. That's a great story. That's cool. It really I, is. I was rooting for him. I was, I was happy to see him drafted. And he's a fifth-rounder, which means, you know, the fifth-rounder typically makes the team. So the, we'll see. The guy ran a 4-3-8. That's a moving, man. Right. Woo. Yeah, he had one of the fastest uh, linebacker times in recent memory. Do you remember in Kingpin when Woody Harrelson only had one hand? <laughs> yeah. And the waitress comes over and says something to the guy he's eating with, and Woody Harrelson responds, and she said, I said, handsome, not handless. <laughs> That is so cold. <laughs> I feel bad for Jawan Bentley, who was the next linebacker taken off yeah, the board. Yeah, that's right. Like, that's right. He's got to be sitting there like, I got twice as many hands as this kid. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> hey, you got an, I, I think it's wonderful. I think, I, it do, is, I think it is, too. And it's so cool he got drafted to the same team where his brother's been yep, playing for a year. His brother And Pete Carroll called him right on the phone and said, hey, man, you got to come in. You got to work hard. Yeah. I love it. That's cool. That is really cool. The whole the whole story is very very cool. They're, the brothers are named Shaquem and Shaquille Griffin. They're they're identical twins. So mom mom named them both Shaq Griffin, which is like, thank God one of them only had one hand, so she could tell them apart. <laughs> Shaq and Shaq Griffin. That's exactly right. Crazy. What's left other than Shaquem and Shaquille and Shaquan? Shaquan. There's Shaquan. Yeah, that's right. You got Shaquan in the draft. Should be Shanene. Shanae, ooh, the Shanae Goose. We got Damn. Saquon. Saquon went second in the draft. Saquon went second. There must have been a long moment between the pick is in and hearing Baker Mayfield, right? It's <laughs> <laughs> a long couple of minutes for Saquon. It was. <laughs> like, oh, thank God I'm not a Brown. By the way, shouldn't the number two pick always be to the Browns? That, that'd be a nice tradition. <laughs> yeah, don't give them the number one pick. That's not fair. <laughs> They keep pissing it away. Give it to somebody else who can use it. They do. Saquon is Penn State's all-time leader in yards from scrimmage. Uh, and lots of people have been running from Penn State since 2011. Oh, <laughs> man. It's a lot of total yards racked up. As you got that. Lots of total running yards. Running from that situation. I still can't believe that happened. I can't either. I, mean, I want to see the movie. I'm, I, I'm yes, I do, too. intrigued by this story. Um, Sam Darnold went number three to the Jets. All of these next facts are true. You ready for this? I'm ready for it all, man. His grandfather was named Dick Hammer. He played volleyball in the 64 Olympics. In the 70s, he was the Marlboro Man. 
What? Isn't that interesting? Whose grandfather is that? Sam Darnold, the Jets' new quarterback. Really? Yeah. Dick Hammer. Sounds like somebody in a movie with Stormy Daniels. Right? <laughs> How do you survive being named Dick Hammer your whole life? And in the phone book, your name would be Hammer Dick. <laughs> <laughs> when they when they call you <laughs> at the beginning of class, right? Exactly. There's a comma. Well, the uh, guy Hammer who does... The producer of, uh, what is it, NCIS or Law and Order SVU. Yeah, uh, Dick Wolf. Dick oh, Wolf, Wolf, yep. Yeah, Wolf Dick. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a shame. That's really a nice name. That's gorgeous. How did they get two people making big decisions on that show named Dick Wolf and Speedweed? <laughs> it's like they were trying to get the dumbest names they could possibly find. Yeah. Dick Wolf produces a ton of hit yeah, shows. Yeah, he does. He does very well. And he, he's Wolf Dick and they phone book. What's a phone book, Tom? Yeah. yeah. Right. Nobody yeah. even knows what that is anymore. That's right. Catherine and I were, what were we watching? Oh, you were watching that, whatever that, believe it or not. Oh, thing. Beyond Belief. Yeah, you uh, love be- that truth, thing. Truth or Dare or whatever the hell it's <laughs> the called. The worst acting on the planet. But honest to God, they were like, so you do me a favor and go through your Rolodex so I can go to the phone booth and call this guy. Right. <laughs> what the, what are you talking about? You know what? My kid's nine, and a couple weeks ago we were looking at apartments, and there was a, an older woman had just moved out of a place. Uh-oh. And the phone to dial down to the uh, desk that was still on the wall was a rotary phone. Really? <laughs> and Ava literally didn't know what to do with it. She no. tried to push it like it was a button. <laughs> me push each digit. I mean, how would she know? You never seen a rotary yeah. phone. No, it's true. a testimony to quality, though. They don't make them like that anymore. <laughs> That's true, right. right? It still works. Yep. Did the place smell? No, it was ni- it's a nice place. Okay. Ageist? Ageist? Ageist. Ageist pig? You are an ageist pig. <laughs> Listen to that action. A lot of old people don't have a very good sense of smell. It's yeah. just well, true. that is true. I don't like that when you go to a really old person's house and there's, like, skid marks in the toilet. Then. Oh, okay. No, you know what I'm saying. No, I don't. It usually yes. smells like an attic somehow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just the, that's just you the smell the of staleness. Uh, it's I a collection of old things. It's, I just yeah. saw my parents. There were no skid marks and no smells. Well, so... yeah, your parents keep their place yeah. nice. But I'm talking about the people that, you know, it smells like mothballs as soon as you walk in. And Yeah. Well, he's talking about the people where their kids abandon them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're on your own. It's terrible. Bye, Grandma. They're like hoarders. Hey, Kostaki, what time do you have to be off? These are fun subjects. When, when's your... When's your When's yeah, your hard out? My hard out is in about 15. I got time. Okay, because we got to take a break here, and then we'll come back in that just a couple good. of minutes. Let's do it. All right. Then we'll be back more <laughs> with Shaquan. Are you sure you want to come back? Right after this, Tom Bernard. Shaquan Economopolis. Shaquan Economopolis.